Today on the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Ezekiel, and we're in chapter 21. This chapter is entitled Babylon, God's Sword of Judgment. And as you know, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, is fixing to come and bring that judgment on Jerusalem in particular. It says, The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Jerusalem and preach against the sanctuary. Prophesy against the land of Israel and say to her, This is what the Lord says. I am against you. I will draw my sword from its scabbard and cut off from you both the righteous and the wicked. Because I am going to cut off the righteous and the wicked, my sword will be unsheathed against everyone from south to north. Then all people will know that I, the Lord, have drawn my sword from its scabbard, and it will not return again. Therefore groan, son of man, groan before them with a broken heart and bitter grief. And when they ask you, why are you groaning? You shall say, because the news that is coming, every heart will melt and every hand go limp. Every spirit will become faint and every knee will become as weak as water. It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the sovereign Lord. So he says that the sword is coming. And he goes on to say in verse 13 that testing will surely come. And what if the scepter of Judah, which the sword despises, does not continue, declares the sovereign Lord? So then, son of man, prophesy, strike your hands together. Let the sword strike twice, even three times. It is a sword of slaughter, a sword for great slaughter, closing the men on every side. And then it picks up in verse 18 by saying, The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, mark out two roads for the sword the sword of the king of Babylon, of which he will take, both starting from the same country. Make a signpost where the road branches off to the city and mark off one road for the sword to come against Rabbah of the Ammonites and another for it to come against Judah and fortify Jerusalem. For the king of Babylon will stop at the fork in the road at the junction of the two roads and he will seek an omen. He will cast lots with arrows. He will consult with his idols, and he will examine the liver. Into his right hand will come the lot for Jerusalem, where he is to set up battering rams, to give the command to slaughter, to sound the battle cry, to set up battering rams against the gates, to build a ramp and erect siege works. It will seem like a false omen to those who have sworn allegiance to him, but he will remind them of their guilt and take them captive. So, of course, King Nebuchadnezzar is, in fact, a pagan, and he is seeking to examine livers, to consult idols, to cast lots, to do the things that pagans do to seek an answer. When they examined the liver, being the liver of a sheep, they would look for different patterns and different colors to foretell the future. When they cast lots with arrows, it means they would pull a particular arrow from the quiver. And it would tell them which direction to go. In this case, they will pull the arrow representing Jerusalem. The Lord goes on to remind Ezekiel that the people's guilt and rebellion is why they will be taken captive. He then says to the prince, O profane and wicked prince of Israel, and this is Zedekiah, whose days have come, whose time of punishment has reached its climax, this is what the sovereign Lord says, Take off the turban, remove the crown. It will not be as it was. The lowly will be exalted, and the exalted will be brought low. A ruin, 
a ruin, I will make it a ruin. It will not be restored until he comes to whom it rightfully belongs, to whom I will give it. And then, son of man, prophesy and say this against the Ammonites. A sword, too, will be drawn against them because of their false visions and lying divinations. Then he goes on for the rest of the chapter to speak the judgment against the Ammonites as well. Now, picking up in chapter 22, this chapter is entitled Jerusalem's Sins. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, will you judge her? Will you judge this city of bloodshed? Then confront her with all her detestable practices and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. O city that brings on herself doom by shedding blood in her midst and defiles herself by making idols, you have become guilty because of the blood you have shed and because of the defiled idols you have made. You have brought your days to a close, and the end of your years has come. Therefore I will make you an object of scorn to the nations, and a laughing stock to the countries. Those who are near and those who are far away will mock you, O infamous city, full of turmoil. See how each of the princes of Israel who are in you uses his power to shed blood. In you they have treated father and mother with contempt. In you they have oppressed the alien and mistreated the fatherless and the widow. You have despised my holy things and desecrated my Sabbaths. In you are slanderous men bent on shedding blood. In you are those who eat at the mountain shrines and commit lewd acts. In you are those who dishonor their father's bed. In you are those who violate women during their period when they are ceremonially unclean. In you, one man commits a detestable offense with his neighbor's wife, another shamefully defiles his daughter-in-law, and another violates his sister, his own father's daughter. In you, men accept bribes to shed blood. You take usury and excessive interest and make unjust gain from your neighbors by extortion. And you have forgotten me, declares the Lord. All of those offenses listed before that are summarized in closing by saying, And you have forgotten me, declares the sovereign Lord. And moving on to verse 13, I will surely strike my hands together at the unjust gain you have made and at the blood you have shed in your midst. Will your courage endure or your hands be strong in the day I will deal with you? I, the Lord, have spoken. I will do it. I will disperse you among the nations and scatter you through the countries. I will put an end to your uncleanness. When you have been defiled in the eyes of the nations, you will know that I am the Lord. Then the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, the house of Israel has become dross to me. All of them are the copper, tin, iron, and lead left inside a furnace. They are but the dross of silver. It says, therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, because you have all become dross, I will gather you into Jerusalem. Now dross is the impurities left over from a smelting fire. As men gather silver, copper, iron, and lead, and tin into a furnace to melt it with a fiery blast, so will I gather you in my anger and my wrath, and put you inside the city and melt you. I will gather you, and I will blow on you with my fiery wrath, and you will be melted inside her. As silver is melted in a furnace, so will you be melted inside her, and you will know that I, the Lord, have poured out my wrath upon you. 
again the word of the lord came to me son of man say to the land you are a land that has no rain or showers in the day of wrath there is a conspiracy of her princes within her like a roaring lion tearing its prey they devour people take treasures and precious things and make many widows within her her priests do violence to my law they profane my holy things they do not distinguish between the holy and the common they teach that there is no difference between the clean and the unclean and they shut their eyes to keeping my sabbath so that i am profaned among them now in reference to this i want to flip to the book of leviticus in chapter 20 and read moses's words in regard to this let's pick up in verse 23 it says you must not live according to the customs of the nations it says you must therefore make a distinction between clean and unclean verse 26 says you are to be holy to me because i the lord am holy and i have set you apart from the nations to be my own now back in ezekiel the lord tells ezekiel that the priests have done violence to the law and profaned the holy things that they do not distinguish between the holy and the common and they teach no difference between the clean and the unclean it says they do not keep my sabbaths and therefore i am profaned among them her officials within her are like wolves tearing their prey they shed blood and kill people to make unjust gain her prophets whitewash these deeds for them by false visions and lying divinations now we discussed this in ezekiel chapter 13 but i also want to flip ahead to the book of matthew in chapter 23 verse 27 to reread what it says there and this is jesus speaking it says woe to you teachers of the law and pharisees you hypocrites you are like whitewashed tombs which look beautiful on the outside but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean in the same way on the outside you appear to people as righteous but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness though back in ezekiel it says that they say this is what the sovereign lord says when the lord has not spoken the people of the land practice extortion and commit robbery they oppress the poor and needy and mistreat the alien and deny them justice the chapter ends by saying i looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so i would not have to destroy it but i found none so i will pour out my wrath on them and consume them with fiery anger bringing down on their own heads all they have done declares the sovereign lord and that ends chapter 22 we will pick up next week in chapter 23 with an allegory about two adulterous sisters